In a world full of anger, strife, and plagues, a constant struggle is battled out between good and evil, right and wrong. And for over seven years, the IndieCast is here to try to make you forget all of that. With interviews, pop culture talk, and the best in sexual innuendo. So sit back and relax as Chad, Zach, and Luna welcome you to the IndieCast. Exclusively on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndieCast. Chad Allen, Zach Romero, both here with you. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start down uh, a little bit on it. I know we didn't have a show last week. Um, I know all the things that are going on in the world today. It was definitely not a good time to have our brand of stupidity. I think on the air. Uh, if you are a subscriber to the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network, hopefully you did get to hear um, Zach Cooper's This Makes No Sense episode. He did a two-hour episode that was a live episode on YouTube. I would recommend going and watching it or going to listen to it on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Um, I think Zach covered a lot of what we're kind of feeling, at least in my opinion. Zach, I'll get your opinion briefly in a second on this. But um, I think he covered a lot of kind of what I know we're feeling here what um, I know the Hammerfist boys are feeling um, and things are crazy right now. So we want to give a week off to, to obviously let the, the words that needed to be out there be out. Um, and then we're going to come back this week and try to come up with something silly to hopefully take your mind off it for a little bit. So uh, Zach, did you get to listen to any of, of the, this makes no sense episode that was just, yes. that just, Yes, I did. And so, first of all, let me welcome everybody to uh, yet another uh, blinding day in the hellscape that is 2020. Um, what's continue... Were the dogs in the fire? I was just going to say, we continue the the uh, the marathon run of just being the dog in the room on fire with our cup of coffee and just saying, this is fine. No, I can live with this. Um yeah, we took last week off. We Chad had posted some incredible suggestions on, um, you know, if people were trying to look more into some of the issues that were being raised and and protested about and whatnot, um, and just be more informed. And then, yeah, Cooper really nailed it. He he knocked it out of the park. Um, a fantastic uh, live episode with guests, and and he just did phenomenal work. Um, for me, I just wanted the only thing I wanted to mention about this, um, and I guess this can kind of go into our first mini topic. Um, well, first of all, so yeah, the elephant in the room. We're just we're two white guys. We're two. Right. I'm almost bearded again. White guys. Who gives a shit what our fucking opinions are right. about this whole movement? Like we are both in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, this is a, this is a big goddamn deal, and so I don't know anybody who's going to be shocked. Or clutch their pearls and be like, oh, they're, they're not against that? I don't know. I could never have seen that coming. Yeah, we're both in supporters of Black Lives Matter. And fuck everybody else, man. Fuck people who are being big pieces of shit. But uh, the one thing I wanted to mention was the, um, and I hate that we're even becoming like a news, like, did you see this on the news? Right. Um, the the what was the, the head of of uh, the police of um of New York did like his little press conference mm-hmm. with all of the other cops standing behind him, and he was like, "Did you see this badge? Like this badge still sh- it still shines, it still glimmers. It doesn't matter what they did in another state. I'm still proud to be a cop, and people should they treat us with respect and not vilify us or treat us as thugs and da 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 da. And you know what?" We're people, damn it. I'm proud to be a cop. I was like, okay. So you don't want people to treat you like thugs and treat you with respect. Okay. You first. Right. You first. You go ahead and do that, especially the people who are protesting these, you know, these maligned groups that have been under the fucking thumb forever. How about you do that first? And when you do that and you do a good job of it for more than fucking 10 minutes, then we'll see about not doing the whole, you know, a cab and fucking 
treating you with the respect that you deserve. We, that's second. For, uh, priority number one, don't treat people like pieces of shit. Don't fucking kill them for no reason. Second priority, we'll treat you with some respect. I mean, and, you know, for uh, on my side of things, by the way, first off, it kind of just to piggyback off something you said, uh, if you are right now clutching your pearls in shock that Zach and I are saying what we're saying right now, and you're distraught or offended or something like that, um, first off, good. Uh, secondly, unsubscribe from us right now. I, I listen. We thirdly, don't get. Through- thirdly, where the fuck have you been for six well, also, years? How do you not see this coming? Right. Exactly. But listen, we're, if you really are offended by anything that we've put up or anything that we're saying right now or anything that's been said on this channel, fuck off, unsubscribe. Listen, we don't have that many followers. It's not like we're getting hundreds of thousands of followers every week or anything like that. Uh, we're not, you know, Colt Cabana or Chris Jericho or one of those or Steve Austin or one of those guys that have like, you know, major market podcast. But still, I, I don't want you. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can talk for Zach. He doesn't want you around. Pretty sure I can talk for Luna. She doesn't want you around. I know I can talk for the Hamifist boys. They don't want you around. Uh, I can talk for, you know, Coop and Baron. They don't want you around. So please, by all means, if if you're not part of this, you're part of the problem. Fuck straight to fuck off. I was say, if I can uh, add to that, step one, please unsubscribe from us. Step two, please fuck your own face. Right. Um, so but, um, jumping off of this, Mm-hmm. I was going to say we've had um, we've had a, a, a wrestling talent down here uh, by the name of Barrington Hughes, yes. um, who I I hope former, we can I hope we can get on the show. Former guest of the IndyCast. Yeah, I was going to say I want him back on the show again. Yes, um, he, uh, he was on with uh, uh, Santeria Cortez, who interestingly enough, uh, you guys just uh, just designed a, a wonderful shirt yes, for. Yes, that so, that we'll, kind of came out we'll of the blue. And, com, but we'll yeah. go with it. Um, but anyways, so Barrington Hughes, former guest of the IndyCast, who I hope returns, um, has been going on a campaign, uh, hashtag call out a racist, and he has been lining them the fuck up Good. on his social medias. Um, absolutely just been showcased. Just great. Not even it. The people, they, these assholes bury themselves. <laughs> like, right. He doesn't. He, it's not even like he has to do like a TED talk about like let me really break down the nuance about why this person's being a piece of shit. He's just like boom, there it is, and you just look at it and you go, what the fuck? Right. And uh, Barrington's absolutely doing the Lord's work, is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. And uh, I just continue to be shocked at at just the levels that people that just mean fucking spirited people can be. Like I'm just stunned at just how ugly people are during a time when we should all, you know, be coming together on this. I, you know, one thing I can say that in a strange way has made me happy about all this though, is especially with like bearing kids call out a racist or a few videos I I've seen come up recently. Um, that I, I think that the emboldened racist individuals out there, I think are starting to become scared again a little bit because now they're, they're really getting called out on it. Videos are coming up. Screen captures are coming up. People just don't give a fuck anymore. I, I saw a great <laughs> video earlier today of um, a, a guy who, a, a white gentleman who was in a vehicle who apparently called a black gentleman, a, a certain word that definitely should never be used ever, ever again. Um, and the black gentleman tried to get him listen if you're going to say that get the fuck out of your car and say it to my face and the gentleman shocker wouldn't get out of his car because he was then being confronted with what he said uh the gentleman took one step back and basically threw a a sweet chin music that would have made Shawn michaels proud and (laughs) broke broke the fucker's window and dragged him out of the car legitimately like kicked the window in and then dragged him out of the car. And now, don't get me wrong, I'm not necessarily one for physical violence and the like. I do realize we run a wrestling podcast, but true. Uh, but no, I'm I'm perfectly okay with with you know, if somebody's going to say something, sure, we can all you know bring up freedom of speech. First off, that's only for the press. 
uh, only against the government. And yes, you do have the freedom to say something stupid like that, but that doesn't make you free of the consequences of the things you're going to say. So if you're going to drop the end bomb on somebody and think you're going to get away with it, not get your face, your face punched in. Sorry about your luck. People are getting to the point now where it's just like, it's, you know, very, uh, Twisted sister, we're not gonna we're not gonna take it anymore. And uh, I, for one, am all for it. By all means, like punch a racist in the face. Uh, yeah. By and, the way, hashtag, uh, hashtag why is that not on a shirt? Can I get true? Okay. Um, yeah, just asshole uh, racists and people losing their gigs because they're pieces of shit. And uh, there you go. And by the way, I would love to see somebody who is getting called out by by Barrington Hughes. Uh, actually have the guts to say something to Barrington Hughes in person, by the way. Right. Um, for for the, those of you who may be listening to the show who have never seen Barrington before and did not listen to our our interview with him, first off, by all means, go back and listen to it. Um, he's great. Uh, we had a lot of fun with uh, with him on the episode. But um, yeah, no, he's what, 6'5 and probably close to 500 pounds. He's, uh, he's a beast. He's a monster. They call him the, the Carmel Kodiak for a reason. And uh, he will fuck you up. So by all means, racist, go say something stupid to, to Barrington as he calls you out. Cause yeah, cause he'll fuck you up. It'll be great. So, so that's, that's that. That's our little check-in of uh, hashtag call out a racist and sure. the world is a fucking disaster. And sure. this is not the kind of energy that I was hoping to start the show with, but uh, well, here we are. That- let me change the energy a little bit then, okay. because I'm, I'm going to slightly derail the episode, but keep it on topic a little bit slightly, and you'll see why in just a second, okay. because there's been a very interesting, uh, a, a very interesting uh, signature, um, you know, kind of thing going around here, that they are, people are asking to change, uh, I believe they're mostly aiming at Disneyland for this right now, but who knows if it may not make its way here, to change um splash mountain from being a ride based off of song of the south uh a notoriously uh, racist movie that even uh, disney won't release um to change the overlay to princess and the frog oh okay and and I find that very interesting. And hold on, by hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's wait. I'm calling an audible here. Give me a second. By the way, while we're waiting for this to happen, uh, we opened up a hotline, uh, the Wrestling Nerd Radio Network hotline. So if you would like to call in on that hotline, I'll get my shit in right now while we're waiting for that. Um, but I thought you'd find that very, you'll find this very interesting. If you'd like to call and leave us a message uh, and let us know how you feel about the episode or comments, quotes, just anything uh, that you'd like to do with that. Uh, don't hesitate to give us a call. Uh, we would be glad to uh, to hear what you have to say. Uh, and you can call us at uh, 541-94-NERDS, N-E-D-R-S. So 541-94-NERDS. Don't hesitate to uh, to give us a call, leave a message. We are interested to hear what you have to say. Never mind. Uh, and that is me briefly getting my shit in, because I think I just heard Zach come back. I did completely derail the episode. Because you I did. Literally- we completely stopped the episode for a second. So um, you'll have to, we'll see how you edit this later. Yeah, we'll see. We'll certainly see. Um, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea. I, I think that's a much better concept than just like swapping it out completely, like just demolishing and starting over. Like it's a, you know, a classic uh, ride and all. But um, again, it's not like anybody really, your average Disney fan is not like, oh yeah, Song of the South personal fave like nobody really cares uh in terms of and i hope this makes everyone i hope we get more people upset about that comment than we do about the entire opening of the show um because by the way i can i can tell you how many people that i have like because of course i once i read this story i immediately went to the comment section right uh, and of course think, oh this thing what? is my childhood and this is the greatest ride that's ever been made and how dare you suggest any kind of changes to it Exactly. Yeah. If you think wrestling fans are bad, you should see Disney fans like Disney park fans, especially are some of the whiniest bunch of bitches I've ever seen in my entire life. And not only is it, oh, my God, I love that ride. That's my favorite. How could you blah, blah, blah. Exactly. You you hit that nail directly on the head. But it's also like, well, it's not like a bunch of the people that go there nowadays have even seen Song of the South or know what it's about. Right. So all the more reason. Who cares then? 
Exactly. That was that was totally my thought too. Where I'm like, well, then who gives who gives a shit then? That's like you right. Know. You've made the point then. Like, yeah, there would be no consequence. Right. It's it's not like a movie that's become like this ongoing classic. It's it's you know either reviled or just they don't know about it because Disney has done the best they can to take a giant fucking eraser to that entire movie. Like it it never yeah. happened. Um, I now mind you, a bunch of people obviously know what happened and a bunch of people have seen that a bunch of people will try to like, well, I never thought about the racist aspect when I was a kid. Well, well that still doesn't make it any less racist. You twat that, that yeah. like, that's not the point it's fucking racist as shit. And we probably shouldn't celebrate it even with this. And the ride didn't come out until I believe the eighties I, I read somewhere. Yeah. So it's and- like. Well, because they really didn't kind of wake up and smell the coffee until, like, I would say probably closer to the, to the early to mid-90s before everyone was like, hey, wait a fucking minute. And then it was like, right. whoopsies. Because, um, like, there were VHS copies of it and of right. Song of the South and all that shit. But, uh, whoopsie, this is racist. This oh, wait a minute. Um, Hold it now. <laughs> everyone flipped the, the VHS box upside down and went, wait a second. Um <laughs> The the caveat because I I don't know how Disneyland is laid out this in, in compared to ours but like, um, it would be a little weird for the placement because Splash Mountain is like in Adventurelandish kind of area, right? So that's a little weird to have be like oh it's fucking Orleans like oh okay that's a little weird. Um, but even with that said, I don't think anyone's going to be too much of a stickler of like, well, I don't know. Fucking Pirates of the Caribbean's right around the corner here. It seems a little sus. Like, right. I, I don't know, man. Buy a churro and get on the fucking ride. I don't know. I don't know what you want from it. Exactly. And, and let's be honest. Rides have changed throughout the history of the park, whether they want it to or not. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Every ride was somebody's favorite ride when they were a kid. And how could they? i feel like that should really be the uh the mantra of any and all theme park designs is every ride was somebody's favorite ride and they all sucked i think that's really well and for the most part i mean and and the ones that they've shut down like you you can take a look at the ones that have been there forever that are like classics that they'll never change haunted mansion for the most part is never probably never going anywhere um They've got it set, and that's definitively a ride that constantly still has wait times and still has people. I mean, even Peter Pan, like, and don't get me wrong, I could go on all day about how I don't think the Peter Pan ride's all that good, but it still constantly has an hour-plus wait every time you go by it. So probably never going to change it because people constantly want to ride it. But when you get rides, you know, you know, certain rides just need to change after a while. I'm, I'm sorry Mr. Toad is gone, but, you know, the Winnie the Pooh ride's pretty popular now, you know. I'm so you know, uh, like, so to any, you know to anybody listening to the podcast here, uh Chad is on uh Twitter at <laughs> IndieCast Maximus. So feel yeah. free to voice your anger at him saying that Peter Pan ride ain't shit and that Mr. Toad was inferior to Peter, to Winnie the Pooh. You can direct your hate mail directly to him. That was him saying that, not me. And, and once again, if you would like, 54194-NERDS. 54194-NERDS. Tell us how bad our theme park takes are. Um, so my derailment question actually piggybacks off of what you asked. Okay. And in terms of things closing down and everyone, every ride was somebody's favorite ride and they all sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, what is – I've gotten into a rabbit hole as of late of watching uh, videos about um, – pitched attractions like attractions that somebody was trying to make it a theme park at some point and it, it didn't come to fruition. Okay. And I watched this whole video about uh the first generation of Islands of Adventure at Universal what it was supposed to be and or what they were trying to get it to be and how it didn't fucking work out and blah 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 blah. And so I'm curious what is a was it was a theme park attraction that um either didn't get made that you wish had or if you don't have one for that uh, a ride that got closed down before you get a chance to ride it. Uh, I don't know if I have, I don't know about the, the pitched rides. I couldn't tell you too much about that. Um, what is a ride that I didn't get to ride? See the pro the problem is I have a few rides that I, I would have liked. I, I would like to ride 
that I can't, uh, especially when it comes to like Universal, because Universal has a much stricter like size and weight restriction than mm-hmm. what Disney has. Um, which is why I, I've had Disney passes for so long because I can ride everything at Disney. Um, I think there's one ride I can't ride. Um, that's the um, one of the rides in Avatar, uh, the one where you fly one of the dragony type things. Uh, and I fucking hate Avatar, so I don't like. I can't remember the name of the actual ride itself. My kids said it was great because um, they got to ride it not too long ago with their godmother. But um, yeah, I'm. That I know I can't like can't do that, but it you um at Universal um see, I don't think it's closed. It's not closed though. Uh, I but I it never, may be closed off to you, is what you're telling me. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely closed off to me. Like I, I can't ride the Gringotts ride. Mm. I I'm, I'm too big for Escape from Gringotts. Yeah, uh, and I've seen. Um, some kind of footage of it online recently. Uh, somebody had like a, a POV, which because um, Universal uses so many like screened attractions, um, the video is horrible. It's really not all that interesting because right. like filming. Yeah, you're not video, there experiencing it, you're like, and a TV and a TV right. and a TV. Right. So it's not, it doesn't seem all that interesting on there, but like hearing the reaction, things like that, I, I wish I could, I wish I could ride that. Uh, I'm sure I won't be able to get on the um, Hagrid's motorbike one. Um, so I, I'm like, I can be sad about that one. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that have closed. You know, I never rode Jaws and I probably would have oh. been able to ride it. I never got yeah, to, you definitely like, would have been able to ride it. Like you, you have tattoos for the ride. You love it so much. That's true. Um, and I can't think of a ride that I would like tattoo on myself that I love. Really? I guess maybe Haunted Mansion. I'd probably get a Haunted Mansion tattoo. Oh, see, did you uh, just derail this derailment? Yeah, what's a ride? What's another ride that I would get tattooed? Uh, I would I, do. Yeah, I, I think I would do Haunted Mansion, and I think I would do. I'm trying to think of two. What would be another ride that I would like? I guess it would kind of be a mix because I would like to do Haunted Mansion. I would probably do Tower of Terror because that's like my favorite ride in in all four Disney parks is Tower of Terror. Okay, so. First of all, as an aside, uh, my answer for the uh, ride that I would have loved to have gone on that got pitched and, and canceled is I would have loved to have gone on a uh, they there was a pitch for a Duck Dodgers uh, indoor roller coaster. Really, Duck Dodgers of the 21st century with yeah. Uh... There was a whole thing they wanted to get Universal wanted to get Warner Brothers on board and blah blah blah. There was going to be like a DC superhero area with like a Superman and a Batman ride, which none of them would have worked. All their pitches were like, there's no way the technology was there. That just would have aged terribly. But uh, Duck Dodgers sounded pretty uh, kick-ass. And they were talking about like a Tiny Toon Adventures area, which I was like, oh my god, I would have fucking loved that. (laughs) Um, But technically, I've got two. I've got a Jaws tattoo and I've got a... uh, I technically have a haunt... Well... If I'm being a fucking hipster, I've got technically three rides taken care of because I've got Jaws and then I've got the uh, the statue of Mr. Toad that's in the pet cemetery of the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Uh, so technically it's Haunted Mansion, technically it's Mr. Toad. Uh, if I was going to be a real dick and do uh, the trifecta here, what other one would I get a tattoo of? Um, hmm. Maybe something from the Back to the Future ride. Okay. Maybe like a, maybe like a little DeLorean, and someone's getting out of it, and they're going, "Oh my god, my fucking neck!" Um, <laughs> now let me ask you this: not a ride. So okay. anything else in any of the parks that that is not a ride, you have to get a tattoo for one thing. What is the one? What what is the non-ride thing you get a tattoo for? I'd probably do. Oh God damn it! That's a good question. Um. Hmm. Maybe something from. Like maybe I could go like artsy. Like I could be like one of those artsy girls and like on my ribs have it say something about like you can ride the movies or something like that. Um, okay. As a sort of a general theme park thing. Um, 
but probably food if I was going to do that. I would probably get like if someone could draw up like a really really good looking like churro or mm-hmm. or um a, the fucking coffee rubbed brisket from the polite pig or something. I don't know. Something food related probably. Maybe the kitchen sink from from uh Disney from Main Street. Okay. The big fuck you shorts bucket filled with ice cream like maybe that okay what about you what would you get uh if non-ride tattoo i came up with three actually uh in the span of 10 seconds i already have three i um i i would get a uh i'd get a i'd get a dole whip okay uh somewhere because i do love me some dole i actually i actually um this is the joys of quarantine i homemade dole whip not that long ago how did it go it actually so here's the trick i learned so and and the ingredients are like stupid easy. Like you get mad when you see the ingredient list because you're like, oh, that, that's fucking it. Really? It's like, it's a, a, like a huge scoop of ice cream, like three quarter cup pineapple juice and just a bunch of frozen pineapple. And you blend that bitch up until it's soft serve consistency and you put it in a bowl or you put it in a cone and okay. that's it. That's fucking it. I'm like, but we made a big like double batch because grandma had come over. So we made a big batch for everybody to, to try some. Uh, the one thing that I can tell you is um, make sure you put the ice cream and the um, pineapple juice in first before you put in the frozen pineapple or you could possibly destroy your blender. Excellent. Um, because it would just would not like it, it just would not do anything with the frozen pineapple it just stopped it cold um so when i made the second batch i reversed the order i put it and then it blended just fine um but no it was amazing it was really good but i would get definitely get a a dole whip uh i would get a uh i would get the really big goofy bear from the country bear jamboree oh that's excellent because uh he looks like somebody i could possibly be related to um (laughs) and i get my picture with him almost every time i see him out like whenever i see him out and like frontier land i can't help but go up and get a picture and i've got a, probably a dozen pictures of that big stupid bear, um because i'm a three-year-old um and then i would probably have to get uh something at about collarbone level um that says you must be this tall to ride this ride oh there and, you go and then i think you i think that'll cover it so excellent excellent um i had a, you you reminded me of something i had a question for um damn it Oh, 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 with the Dole Whip thing at home. So, uh-huh. um, you know, you were, you've been an eligible bachelor. Uh, you know, you're also uh, a father of two. Uh-huh. You're also a, a decent chef, as I recall. What is the, um, what is the most shameful thing that you've ever made uh, for food? Like, what's the thing that you like? I put this in and the guy really shouldn't have done that. Shameful thing. Um, I don't know. I've tried to experiment with stuff before and then like, well, that didn't work at all. Um, and I definitely know I've done that in the past. The one that I used to get made fun of for a lot um, when I was um, first moving in with Shelly um, mm. was uh, I had, I went to make chicken one day and I had seen that uh, I had seen a recipe or something where they didn't fry chicken, but they, they, instead of like bread coating, they had done it with like corn flakes. And I went, okay, well that's, that's interesting. Uh, so it's like cereal coated chicken. Very interesting. Well, I went looking around the house. Um, cause I'm like, that's a good idea. Well, we don't buy corn flakes. Um, but I had honey nut Cheerios and I definitely tried to coat chicken and honey nut Cheerios and bake it. Okay. Okay. And, it did not come out great, but it was, okay. uh, it was an attempt. That was the, the closest, that was the dumbest thing I probably think I've ever tried to tried to do. I usually stick to pretty basic stuff for the most part. I, I try not to go too far off the, uh, off the, 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 uh, off the rails if I can help it. Okay. Um, just, especially now that I have to, you know, especially now that obviously I have two kids, like I can't get too crazy with anything True. Uh, it becomes too spicy or I want right, that true. look or blah blah blah. So um I was just gonna say the uh 
the one for me that I, I, I feel like I have to admit or Luna will come bursting through the door here um, is when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, uh, my grandpa uh, used to uh, make what we called blender surprise, which was just basically just throwing a lot of desserts and shit in a, in a blender and making a big milkshake. Um, or we would experiment and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So jump cut, it's like probably five, six years ago. And uh, Luna and I had been on like a big breakfast smoothie kick at the time. To which, uh, news to me, I find out later that she fucking hates smoothies. So, uh, oh. uh, she was just being nice, I guess. I'm confused. Um, so. so anyway, so we're doing the breakfast smoothie things that I'm making them at home. And, and, uh, one morning I'm, I'm making the smoothie and, and we're, we're running low on, on ingredients. Um, we're, we're out of frozen fruit and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, shit. So. I, you know, kind of go back to blender surprise days. I'm like, well, what else is kind of a breakfasty thing? And da, 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 da. And so we had a couple of packages of the, um, like blueberry, uh, mini muffins. Yeah. So I, th- I love it. You, like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you also have this bad idea. So I throw the <laughs> mini muffins in and blend it all up and it's, it's fine. Um, so I hand her a cup and I'm drinking mine and she's like taking some sips. She's making a face. And I go, uh, what do you think of the smoothie? She goes, um, what's in it? And I go, oh, you know, just some random smoothie shit. We run low on supplies or whatever. She goes, it's got a really weird consistency. What's in it? <laughs> and I said, I, you know, I grabbed the fruit that we had left and some frozen bananas and, you know, the little fucking smoothie mix or whatever and, and some muffins. And she's like, what? Might have thrown some blueberry mini muffins in there. To this day, she doesn't fucking let that go. Like, that—that uh, that is that I brought shame to the culinary world. Gordon Ramsay would have slapped me in the peepus uh, for doing such a thing. So he would, I, he would have uh, had two slices of bread on either side of your head and said, I was a fuckface sandwich. Um, so, yeah, it was the, the most shameful uh, concoction that I've, I've made in the kitchen. <laughs> and ever since then, have made a smoothie since. And that was like years and years ago. Now I'm gonna go buy. Now I want to go buy like blue, mini blueberry muffins and make a uh, make a milkshake next time you guys are over. Just to, well, and I think just I think quietly Lu- hand it to her and not say anything about it. So <laughs> I think uh, I think Luna knows that that she has to be extra vigilant because like if we go to like the Willy Wonka knockoff uh, factory at yeah. uh, City Walk. And they have like these wacky, crazy milkshakes. I was like, oh, she can't enjoy it too much because if she's like, oh, this is great. It's got like a little fucking slice of pie in it. I'd be like, oh, so that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's that's that. I'm I, I I don't have another derailment question. Do you have something? Well, I'm gonna derail. Uh, I'll actually kind of do a get your shit in derailment type of situation here, and we will actually cover a little bit of wrestling because we actually have wrestling to cover. That's true. Uh, Punk Pro Wrestling uh, has uh, was it three episodes? The fourth episode will be up probably the time you're listening to this. Say, yeah, right when this uh, is up, you, the fourth episode should be out. For uh, Punk Pro Secret Show, the secretly taped in a bunker underground. Yes, um, not the same bunker our president hid in a few days ago, but a the baby one. bunker. Oh no, yeah, not the baby bunker. But um, so, uh, how has the show been received so far, uh, Mister Amaro? Because uh, I. I've not been reading the uh, the the comments that, that you had. Well, uh, other than the fact to uh, bring in wrestlers no one's ever seen before, I don't know what right. that means. Um, it's actually been received uh, just terribly well. Um, and 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 here's the thing, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, it's a, this is a this is a real fucking weird time to be creating anything, but in the time of disaster, that's when you should be creating something. Right. Um, and I stand by that. But in terms of advertising or posting about it or being like, hey, guys, come watch this. The world is such a goddamn mess right now. It feels very inappropriate to be like, hey, come check out the shit we made. Um, same thing with with merchandise. Like we've been coming out with new designs. We're donating proceeds of the purchases to support protests and things like that. And And, and it still feels weird to even mention that just because of, you know the climate we're in. So, uh, it's been weird to not be able to promote the shit out of it. But that being said, um, over a thousand views on the first episode, 
Uh, the other uh, episodes two and three are, are rapidly climbing. Great responses thus far. Um, uh, the only only negative we had was on the first episode because it had uh, Dream Girl Ellie versus Justin Black, and this guy commented on. Let's see if I can pull up the comment. Um, I have to be this petty. Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, by Trebor six one two seven. Calling him straight out on screen. Yeah, cause fuck him. Uh, he said uh, his comment was again. This is Dream Girl Ellie. Versus uh, Justin Black, a uh, long time in the making. And so uh, he said his comment is Yawn, another boring and predictable video where a man pretends to be beaten by a woman who isn't even half as physically capable as he is. Can't you guys change the script from time to time? Use a little more originality and a little less of the safe political correctness? Oh, Jesus. To which my response, because I can't let that shit go was uh she has literal superpowers and the referee stunned the opponent first i'm not sure how less predictable that match could have been right uh, you know the sad part is is like there are people out there that i think uh, scarily enough don't have a problem with a male versus female an intergender match if the as long as the female gets like slapped around, I, I I mean I feel like that's either like they either don't want to see it, which okay. I I mean I, I I don't agree with their stance, but I guess I kind of see where they're coming from. Be, but they can't like like there has to be a, a, a like a suspension of disbelief factor some days. Too, for all entertainment, not just wrestling, but for all of it. I mean, but I, I was going to say, you, did people bitch about Thanos like getting beaten up by Captain Marvel in the movie? But then I remembered, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> the answer so, to that was, was yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know why any bastards. Fast forward that. Yeah. Like, okay, you, you didn't want to see that. Okay, great. Well, guess what? There's. There's another match that'll be coming up in a second. You'll probably, hopefully, like that one. Hey, guess what? In, in the next episode, there was definitely a tag match with a, a female tag team against a male tag team, and I'm sure he probably bitched about that, too. Uh, so, okay. Um, I, I can promise you, as somebody who at least, like, has a little bit of knowledge of the the background of what, you know, the kind of the inner workings of Punk Pro... Uh, if you don't like it now, you're probably going to want to just suck it up because you're you're not we're not getting rid of it. It's, it's still going to happen. So you may just so, have to deal with it. So I'm interested to to hear kind of your thoughts on this. So episode one, uh, the debut of Ron Bass Jr. Uh, I'm going to take that take again since <laughs> since you said to be a fully artist. Uh, episode one, the debut of Ron Bass Jr. <laughs> uh, versus Logan Cruz. Uh, Ellie versus Justin Black, and then for the internet championship, Hunter Law versus a debuting uh, Kwame Nas. Um, so I was very proud, very happy. Well, to be honest, I'm proud of all these shows. I think right. we did crazy things in a bunker. Um, but I think um, all these wrestlers are really, really talented. I think Ron Bass Jr. and Logan Cruz for both being very young in their careers. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Ron Bass Jr. is literally in his rookie year. Um, I think they're both uh, getting very good very quickly. Yes. Um, Ellie versus Justin Blacks was a uh, a match that we were setting up for WrestleMania week, which obviously couldn't happen. So mm -hmm. this sort of paid that off. And I felt real fancy with the old editing button because I just uh, re -ed I edited around their promos leading to WrestleMania and just put it in for the show instead. Cause I was like, right. the story hasn't changed. They still want to fight. Right. Um, it was just this, it was just a date and venue change basically. Right. Um, and so I was very pleased with that. And then, um, I had not heard of, of, of Kwame, uh, before, uh, showing up. Um, and he very much impressed me. He and Hunter was yeah. really fantastic. Hunter law, the, greatest internet champion in the title's history. You, it, it cannot even be argued at this point. The man right. has carried the, the title for over a year 
He has defended it more times, more successfully than any other champion or previous champions combined. The guy's unstoppable. Um, and if and if you don't believe that, just ask him. Just he'll ask tell. Him. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that first match I thought was great, and uh, a lot of people really reacted well to it. Um, and then uh, episode two, uh, we we kind of talked about it on commentary. Once Kwame, you know. Uh, didn't become the new internet champion. Spoiler alert. Um, he kind of had to start back over from the beginning and start working his way up the roster again. So then uh, the second episode, we had Kwame Nas versus Wheezy T. Uh, Wheezy T, I would say definitely a friend of the show, friend of Fully Gimmicked. Um, and then we had our, which again, two young guys fighting, hungry, working their way up. Um, then we had our first uh, Wrestling Nerds Radio Network Midwest Internet Championship uh defense on the show defended through a let's play okay uh the midwest title was hacked out of the hands of of matt kenway and now was around the waist of uh kai faden and so he was putting it up for grabs uh and basically like almost like a three-way dance between uh chase holiday and uh big purse in uh a game of injustice 2 and so that was really, really interesting to call because technically I've done commentary over Let's Plays before because mm-hmm. I had a project called The Mean Stream Machine, which is still on YouTube, um, which was some friends and I playing video games and doing like the Let's Play commentary over it. So I wasn't completely out of the loop in terms of doing commentary over video games, but Injustice 2 was so fast-paced that I just felt like I was just trying to keep up. I'm like, I right, hit him in the balls. Okay, great. Um and so, uh, the, so the, there was that championship defense, and then our main event was Catalina Perez and Jay Sky, and getting to see uh, Ben Bougie back in the building as well as the Rapture in their new looks. Just awesome! I, I'm very proud of those of those young kids. I'm proud of the whole roster, really, but specifically yeah. the young kids who just continue to get better and are continuing to work at it. I, I just can't be prouder. Yeah, I think uh, my MVP for the first episode um, would be. Uh, I, I, I beca- I'm becoming a really big fan of Ron Bass Jr. <laughs> okay. uh, in like in all in all this because you're absolutely right. He's only a year in. Um, now, obviously, he's got the the pedigree behind him because his dad is a you know obviously a Hall of Famer, but um, that doesn't always translate to talent themselves. Uh, please see David San Martino as a prime example or Scott Putzke. Uh, or, you know, a, a few of the other sons that Reed Flair, um, some of those guys that have, uh, you know, tried to come up and just, you know, weren't the same as their, their parents. I, I think Ronnie Jr. definitely has a chance to become something special. Um, spoiler alert, I do know on the show coming up, uh, that it will be, well, it'll be up by the time you hear this episode. Yes, it will. Um, uh, Poor Ronnie gets the uh, unenviable task of having to fight uh, a, a, a punk pro champion, John Davis. Uh, but I, I will say, as somebody who may have known where the bunker was, um, he puts up a damn good fight, though. Yeah. And to, to get in there with somebody the caliber of John, who I, I don't know if we could you know put over any more than we already have in the past on this show. Um, and hold and hold your own against somebody like John Davis is is definitely something to be something to be said for him, and I think that's only going to help him, you know, in the future from here. And uh, and I think he's learned a lot so far, and I think he's 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 got an upward trajectory for for where he can go. Um, episode two, the the Rapture Bad Bougie match was absolutely phenomenal, uh, and if you get a chance to go watch it. Uh, it's, it's a blast to watch. They, uh, you're absolutely right. They all put just, you know, everything they had into that match. And again, with like, you know, again, we're in a, we're in a bunker underground. We, you know, there's not really an audience there per se for them to like work towards. This is just them fighting it to, for the, for the, you know, for the honor of fighting and they give you everything. So uh, both of them are definitely great to watch. The other thing I definitely want to compliment on the, on the whole thing as well, and I'm obviously going to put you over a little bit on this one, uh, is the the way that the show is put together and kind of the overall theme uh, of it being like 
straight off of an old VHS tape kind of look. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love that. I think that's absolutely oh, thank wonderful. You. So. Uh, so, yeah, episode three, we had a new tag team, Kaiju Heroes versus yes. The Gifted. Uh, we also had uh, Dream Girl Ellie versus uh, Captain Aaron Nova. Which was and, wonderful. And then uh, for the first time, defense of, quote-unquote, a new championship, uh, basically a, a, a reimagining of a previous championship, uh, Troy Hollywood defended the Brass Ring Championship against Cyrus Satine. In what was an excellent match as well. But uh, yes. uh, let's be honest, when, uh, when, when Troy Hollywood is going to be in the match, um, you you can definitely expect that you're gonna you're coming out of that match entertained. Yes. Uh, and, and if you're not, you should probably be watching something else as well. Um, right. And once again, another guy that if you don't believe that, go ask him; he'll gladly tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, so episode four, which will be uh, live by the time this episode goes up, uh, has the Kaiju Heroes again, intergalactic uh, tag team that has crash landed here. Uh, at Punk Pro versus the Rapture, uh, John Davis versus Ron Bass Jr. for the Fully Gimmick Championship, and Hunter Law versus Aaron Epic for the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network Internet Championship. So we had two title matches on that show, um, and so uh, again, couldn't be more proud. These, you know, uh, this this roster is fantastic. I love that we've got a mix of uh, young talent and uh, real, just fantastic vets, and um, Trying new combinations. That's what we're attempting here. We don't want to just do the same, you know, little uh, peanut circus, you know, every episode. We want to try something new, try different combinations, and go from there. How many, now, how many shows do you think are going to be in this first season? How many do? How many are? Great question. Be um, if I'm being honest, I have six done. We've got six so far. However, I have a good authority that there's going to be more footage unearthed shortly. So by the time it's all said and done, I don't know how many goddamn episodes will be, but I will be editing them all. So blame me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we've got six in the can thus far. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see how many more uh, we we get from there. So at the very least, you'll be seeing more content on uh, the, the 10th, the well, technically the 11th, the 18th and the 25th. You'll be seeing uh, more Punk Pro Secret shows on the Punk Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. Feel free to like and subscribe. And, uh, and you know, ultimately, this is all looking to build basically towards when things get back to close to normal. You know, when we start having Punk Pro shows again with audiences and we can climb out of the bunker, um, you know, hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, even bigger, better turnouts because you know, we're getting some good responses to this. So, you know, that's ultimately what we're building towards. And if you haven't come out to previous punk pro shows, shame on you. You've missed a lot of really good stuff. Uh, is that where where can they watch the past stuff? Oh, great question. Uh, in, in some of the episodes, uh, I've actually been slipping in some, uh, (laughs) some advertisements for some of the previous shows. If you want to watch any of the previous punk pro shows in their entirety, High definition, uh, you can go to punkprowrestling.pivotshare.com. Uh, you can rent them. You can buy them. They're all very, very cheap because we're trying not to be dicks. And right. uh, they're all they're all available there. So, yeah, absolutely, you should be uh, going out of your way to watch some of that old stuff. And then the secret shows are for free. You can watch them on YouTube for free. Don't be mad at us. We're, we're releasing them for free. You can't be mad. Exactly. What do you I feel like think? that should be like the the tagline for the secret shows. You can't be mad; they're for free. There you go. Tag that. Throw that at the end of some of the episodes. Right. <laughs> Hashtag. You can't be mad. The shows are for free. Why set not on a shirt? So there you go. Um, uh, Zach Murray, do you have any other shit you want to get in before? Other than, uh, I other than give us a up? call. Give us a call on the nerd yeah. line five four one nine four nerds. Um, and tell us how wrong we are about uh, Disney attractions, or I guess about intergender wrestling, and we'll just put you on blast. Um, uh, We've been, like I said, we've been putting more stuff on Fully Gimmicked. We've got some other plans, some other things we're working on, the Bermuda Triangle. Um, You know, the Secret Show, obviously, has been a big deal. Uh, uh, WWN Proving Ground, which used to be ACW Proving Ground, 
is officially announced that it is coming back. Uh, that was a show that I was working on weekly. So uh, if you're in the uh, Port Ritchie area, you know, feel free to drop by and, and catch a show. They're on Tuesday nights. They another young hungry roster. Um, very proud of, of the work we did with them last year. And so we're coming back. And so, yeah, the WWN proving ground, I'll be doing commentary and announcing there. And, uh, those start up on, I believe the 16th is the first episode back. So, um, tickets are available. You can get them there. I think they've got like monthly packages now and stuff. It's, it's, it's oh, going to be oh. interesting. Um, but yeah, otherwise definitely check out the, uh, punk pro YouTube channel. Definitely keep your eyes peeled on fully gimmicked. And, um, if you don't want to buy from fully gimmicked or anything like that, just go take, show your support, go take your money and put it towards, you know, any of the protests or, or, or black lives matter movements or anything that, that supports that endeavor. Cause that's ultimately what's most important. And like I said before, it's been very uncomfortable and, and feeling very inappropriate to try to advertise or push anything or, or even try to have fun. But like Chad said, at the start of the show, everything sucks. Everything's awful, and we're just trying our best just to create in a time of destruction and hopefully help take your mind off things for a little bit. So, yeah. That's, take, that's an hour, take an hour or two and come hang out with, with us and then with Punk Pro and whatever else have you. So, yeah. Yeah. And if, uh, and if you're one of the, the, the loyal people asking about uh, coming to a secret show in the bunker, it's a goddamn secret. So, right. no. Yeah, we're still trying to maintain this as safe and secret. We need the we need that Bugs Bunny uh, that Bugs Bunny gif with him just going no, where it's like real close on his lips. So <laughs> thank you, thank you everyone for your support. Um, yeah, give us a call on the nerd line. Feel free to like and subscribe if you're feeling up to it. If and like I said, we obviously are in support of uh, of the protesters here and and black lives matter and and it feels so weird to, to even have to say that i mean it's pretty goddamn obvious but what right. we've been doing for the last seven years um right but yeah for i guess for everybody here at the uh wrestling news radio network i am the possum party dad <laughs> uh and uh i am always always coculus maximus remember intergender wrestling is wonderful yes. male strip sucked and until yes. next time everybody uh as we always say Hello? Hope I don't poop today. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. <laughs> Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We are. We're touching wieners. Not touching wieners you. professionally. Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin.